waffles. Yo, that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based? luck man we have a a rapist in the white house and all his friends all his ghoulish friends it's the time of the assassin just seems like as a generation we have an albatross around our neck all those dreams those dreams of a new world, a world where we could stop wars, a world where we could struggle and win to create a more just society. People looked at one another and recognized by the way you dress, by the way you look. Yeah, I'm, I'm a brother too. I'm a sister. Albatross, the albatross called Trump. Peter Green there to start off on a Saturday morning. This is the Labor and Love Show. So what do we do about it? What do we do about the albatross? What's our response? This is our response. Yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. Now, 
matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Fight the powers that be, wherever, wherever we encounter. No, we're not the same, because we don't know the game. What we need is awareness. We can't get careless. You say, what is this? Have a loving. Let's get down to business. Mental self-defense of fitness. Don't rush the show. You got to go to what you know. To make everybody see. In order to fight the powers that be. Fight the power.
something from Prince 
another another brother in the struggle we lost. Uh, Sign of the Times, that one was called. And before that, we had, yeah, you know, albatross. Everything's sad. We got an albatross around our necks. So what do you do? You fight the power. That was Chuck D and Public Enemy. This is Labor and Love, and this is The Bee. My name is Bill Morgan, and we're coming at you from Mutiny Radio at 2781 21st Street, a real center of the arts here in the Mission District. Um, Come on in, do your comedy, do your radio. Do your performance, do your music. Come on down here to Mutiny Radio and talk to our program manager, Ms. Pam Benjamin. And this is the Labor and Love Show where we tell you how it is for working people. If one person gets a dollar they didn't work for via una inversión, an investment, for example. If they get a dollar they didn't work for, then someone, somewhere, worked for a dollar they didn't get. If you don't have a seat at the negotiating table where you work, for example, you're probably on the menu. And third, never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you. Let's say what we got coming up on our show today. Labor and Love Show. We've got our radio labor feature, and we got our labor radio feature. Two cops at Standing Rock actually turned in their badges rather than continue to inflict harm on demonstrators. We've got labor notes. And take a look at labor notes. Buffalo hospital workers get their money and staffing back. After giving up something in a previous contract, is it possible to win it back? It took a massive effort, but hospital workers in Buffalo proved that it can be done. Catholic Health is one of the two local hospital chains that dominate Western New York. CWA, Communications Workers of America, represents 6,900 of its employees in six bargaining units. Four years ago, unions reluctantly agreed to eliminate daily overtime, cost of living increases, bonus pay for nurses who came in on short notice and seniority-based wage scales. After all these losses, many workers jumped ship for the union hospitals of competitor Kaleida, which offered better conditions and paid up to six to to eight more per hour. Instead of hiring to replace them, 
Catholic Health filled the gaps with temporary non-union nurses who are unfamiliar with local policies and require a lot of help. Okay, this is a good story. Check out your Labor Notes site. It's about a community base and it seems to be one of the keys of local uh, labor actions is unity with the community around you. You've got to get other people in on it. Okay, um, let's see read about the two officers turning in their badges, and we'll get to some labor news. North Dakota water protector Red Hawk reported today at Standing Rock that two police officers just turned in their badges to show their respect for the water protectors. There have been at least two reports of police officers turning in their badges acknowledging that this battle is not what they signed up for. Red Hawk writes, You can see it in some of them. They do not want to support the police actions. He continues, We must keep reminding them that they are welcome to put down their weapons and badge and take a stand against this pipeline as well. <clears throat> Some are waking up. While most of the police officers at the scene of the DAPL protests have been brutal, violent, and unconstitutionally militarized, it is clear from this recent act of solidarity that some of their hearts can be turned to the cause of justice. Well, of course they can. Those are people. This recent incident is reminiscent of what happened in Frankfurt, Germany in May of 2012 when police removed their helmets and began marching with the people protesting big banks. According to the Washington Post, at least 20,000 people held a major rally of the local Occupy movement in Frankfurt on Saturday to decry austerity measures affecting much of Europe, the dominance of banks, and what they call untamed capitalism. Yesterday, Barack Obama announced that the White House is considering rerouting the pipeline to honor the 1851 treaty that guarantees the land in question to the Standing Rock Nation. Okay, that's November 4th. So far, there's been no action. The Corps of Engineers has stopped and said they're, they're not going to arrest any, any more uh, water protectors. Big battle. This is one of the things we need to do as progressive people. Okay, when actions like this take place, crucial strategic actions like this take place, to support it, to join it if you can, to support it financially if you can, to uh, support it, you know, by sending clothes if you can, whatever. Second, we need to support our own institutions, 
Tragically, in this neighborhood, lately the Mission District, we lost one of our most progressive uh, community members. That's Modern Times Bookstore. Those places can't be closing. They have to be supported. We have to take our dime over there and spend it with those people who are with us. Okay, let's get our uh, labor report. This is our win labor report for this week. Workers Independent News, we can review. I'm Doug Cunningham. The Fight for 15 movement's Day of Disruption Tuesday mounted protests, rallies, and civil disobedience in 340 U.S. cities, demanding $15 an hour and a union for low-wage American workers. Scores of workers were arrested in the protests. Lakina Whitfield is an SEIU member who works at Northwestern Hospital in Chicago. It was the most excitement I've seen almost all year. We had people just chanting things like, Fight for 15 and we want it and we want it now and, and it was a great feeling to see people of that number fighting for something that's right fighting for something that will help community help poverty help people get ahead in life it, now it's like everybody has a voice it was the most beautiful thing that i could see a group of people of all different walks of life different nationalities different languages out there with signs and chanting and just it was just beautiful advocates for working families should keep their chins up and keep fighting the good fight even though there's a dark cloud over our nation right now with what happened in the presidential race there are a lot of victories happening around the country in various places and certainly in washington state and elsewhere that we can build upon and we shouldn't feel discouraged we should just keep fighting harder than ever before washington state afl-cio labor council's david Groves. Groves says in Washington state, labor has won some victories, proving that progress for workers is possible if we keep fighting. In this past election, we were able to pass a statewide initiative that will raise Washington's minimum wage to $13.50 an hour over the next four years. And at the same time, it will also allow every worker in Washington state to earn some paid sick leave. According to the NLRB, Fuyao, a Chinese auto glass company, is violating the labor rights of American workers at its Moraine, Ohio plant. The Labor Board says Fuyao has been interfering with, restraining, and coercing employees in the exercise of their rights. Ralph Martin is one of the workers backing the UAW organizing drive in the former GM plant, now owned by Fuyao. It's the low pay and, and the treatment we're getting in there from the company. They're showing a lot of favoritism. We just want better wages and, and working environment to be able to take care of our family. Fuyao has been fined hundreds of thousands of dollars by OSHA for safety violations. Fuyao has forced workers to attend to anti-union meetings. Fuyao illegally stopped workers from wearing union logos on their clothes and forced workers to wear company uniforms. A new 
Economic Policy Institute study shows that many public school districts have lost both enrollment and revenue due to charter schools. The report says that in turn, that has increased inequality in education for students. The EPI report says the charter school impact on public education increases segregation among school children by economic status, race, language, and disabilities. Workers Independent News provided by Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham. Okay, that was the the, uh, WIN News Report, Workers Independent News. That's what's going on in labor here in uh, in the United States. Um, we've also got radio labor, which will give us what's happening all around the world. This is Solidarity News on Radio Labor. This is a Radio Labor World Report recorded on Friday, December 2nd, 2016. I'm Mark Belanger. In the report this week, millions march against repressive labor laws in South Korea. Workers strike against poverty-level wages in 340 U.S. cities. How global unions support employees caught in huge corporate mergers. And the Labor Start report about union events around the world. This is Radio Labor. In a remarkable show of workers fighting for the right to earn decent wages, demonstrations were held all across the United States this week. Radio Labor's senior correspondent, Seamory Ainsborough, reports. United States on Tuesday, November 29th, thousands of workers in 340 cities went on strike, held sit-ins, and demonstrated for a $15 an hour minimum wage. The current federally stipulated minimum wage is $7.25 an hour, which is not enough to live on. The movement towards a higher minimum wage started in 2012 with a focus on fast food workers, but has expanded to include other employees such as airport workers, home caregivers, and Uber drivers. The national demonstrations and strikes were organized by the Fight for 15 campaign, which is supported by the SEIU, the Service Employees International Union. Andy Meters is a McDonald's worker in Chicago. We serve fast, convenient meals for families. We keep the city streets clean and we help run airports. I fight for 15 and union rights and I will continue to do so to make sure every worker can live with dignity and respect. We've already won raises for 20 million workers. No one in this country should have to work for less than $15 an hour or without the rights of being in a union. While federal government legislation mandates at least a $7.25 minimum wage, other jurisdictions, such as municipalities, can implement higher minimums. And so the Fight for 15 campaign has been targeting cities. The northwestern city of Seattle, for example, has raised the minimum wage to $11 an hour. More cities are being targeted. This is C. Marie Ainsborough reporting for Radio Labor.
Millions of people marched in Seoul, South Korea on Wednesday, November 30th to demand the resignation or impeachment of the country's president. Hundreds of thousands of workers joined the demonstrations to protest oppressive labor laws that were demanded by huge corporations in the country, such as Samsung and Hyundai. Rallies in support of the Korean workers were staged in front of South Korean embassies around the world. One of those rallies was organized by the global unions in Geneva. Volta Sanchez is the general secretary of the Global Union Industrial. This is a group of global union federations in an action because today millions of Koreans are on general strike fighting the government who for two years now is trying to push a legislation to attack labor rights that are breaking into the unions, sending their leaders to the prison because they're fighting for the workers' rights. As the pace of global economic integration increases, huge corporations are merging to improve their position in the market with little regard for their employees. Too often, the needs of the workers in the merging companies are ignored. As an example, the largest building materials company in the world is Lafarge Wholesome. It has 115,000 employees in 90 countries. The company was formed by a merger of two large corporations, Lafarge and Wholesome in 2015. Before the merger, Lafarge made many promises to protect the interests of the workers involved. But parts of the new corporation were de-invested, meaning they were sold off to other companies who felt no need to keep promises made. And meanwhile, issues such as a significant increase in health and safety problems in the new company are being ignored. Trying to pressure Lafarge Wholesome to keep its pre-merger promises is the global union Industrial. Industrial operates in a wide range of sectors from mining to manufacturing to garment production. It represents some 50 million workers in 140 countries. I talked to Matthias Hartvik about Lafarge Wholesome. Mr. Hartvik is the director of the Mechanical Engineering and Materials Industries Department of Industrial. I asked him first what workplace practices of Lafarge Wholesome most concern Industrial. Well, unfortunately, the list is very long. Um, actually, it starts with during the merger and after there were a lot of divestments and so, but after that, there were lots of restructurings and dismissals already and as far as we see, in many cases, no proper information and consultation has taken place. And just one example, they have introduced shared service centers in different parts of the world and nowhere workers or their representations were consulted in before. Then we have a health and safety issue. I'm, they, they have chosen after the merger to choose a top-down approach instead of bottom-up. And they have imposed new rules and systems without involving workers, unions, works councils, or shop stewards all around the world. And the result is that the fatalities within the group are exploding. We have a lot of fatalities, far more than we had in the old groups before the merger. Well, then, what we see now is that uh, during negotiations about collective bargaining agreements, more and more the company or local management tends to not respect the traditions and, uh, and, and, and the customs in, in, in the different countries. We have just this year already two cases of illegal use of scabs in Canada, and we have to attempt to almost everywhere to take away seniority or pension rights. 
And then we have a massive use of outsourcing and subcontracting, and that leads to a uh, huge amount of precarious work within the group. You see, the list is very long, and that, that's really... Um, horrible to say this. Industrial has called for a global day of action for December 9th, just before the International Day for Human Rights. Extended versions of this and other stories are available on the Radio Labor website. Now here with his reportable union events around the world is Labor Star correspondent Derek Blackadder. Here's a small sample of the more than 2,300 stories our volunteers collected in the last week. Our top stories section included links to news about the new evidence that Volkswagen Brazil collaborated with a military dictatorship and identified union activists who were then tortured, imprisoned, or disappeared, calls for the government of Kazakhstan to honor basic labor rights, and a day of strikes by non-union workers in 340 cities across the United States as fast food and retail workers demanded a $15 an hour minimum wage and union recognition. We had news of strikes and lockouts in dozens of countries. Here are just a few highlights. There was a flash strike by electricity workers in Guyana after management announced that a pay award would not be honored. Healthcare workers and flower plantation employees in Kenya walked to press their wage demands. A regional general strike in Indonesia was held on Friday as unions demanded an increase to the minimum wage and the resignation of a senior government official. Greek ferry workers tied up their ships to protest government austerity policies and unions in Lesotho joined their allies in a one-day protest demanding the return of democracy after two years of military rule. Our top working women's stories included coverage of the problems experienced by domestic workers as a result of the Indian government's so-called demonetization program, a new wave of pay equity claims by unions in New Zealand, and a study of poverty amongst working women in the United States by the anti-poverty non-governmental organization Oxfam. The Health and Safety Newswire we run in cooperation with Hazards Magazine carried stories to hundreds of union websites around the world about the deaths of eight miners in Poland and 18 factory workers in India and a possible strike over workplace safety by jail guards in Ireland. Currently, Labor Start is running seven online actions. Take just a few seconds out of your day and join thousands of trade unionists around the world in helping workers make their lives better, or even help save those lives. This is Derek Blackadder from Labor Start, reporting for Radio Labor. And that's it. International labor news you can use. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Labor. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you. hard for a living until you get old and sometimes they push you right out of the cold when you're working times through you don't want charity you'd like to retire with some dignity 
And you're too old to work Too old to work When you're too old to work And you're too young to die Who will take care of you? How do you get by? When you're too old to work And you're too young to die They put horses to pasture They feed them on hay Even machines get retired someday The boss gets a pension when he is too old You helped him retire, you're out in the cold And you're too old to work Too old to work when you're too old to work And you're too young to die Take care of you, how you get by When you're too old to work And you're too young to die There's no easy cure Dreaming won't change it, that's one thing for sure But fighting together we'll get there someday And when we have won we'll no longer say Too old to work, too old to work When you're too old to work and you're too young to die How'd you get by when you're too old to work and you're too young to die? When you're too old to work and you're too young to die. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fires were burning Down the track came a hobo hiking He said, boys, I'm not turning I'm heading for a land that's far away Beside that crystal fountain I'll see you all this coming fall In the big rock candy mountains In the big rock candy mountains It's a land that's fair and bright my handouts grow on bushes and you sleep out every night The boxcars all are empty, the sun shines every day I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow In the big rock candy mountains, oh the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees by the soda water fountain by the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountain in the big rock candy mountains you never change your socks little streams alcohol come trickling down the rocks oh the shacks all have to tip their hats the railroad bulls are blind there's a lake of stew and ginger ale too You can paddle all around it in a big canoe In the big rock candy mountains Oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees By the soda water fountain 
by the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, the cops have wooden legs, the bulldogs all have rubber teeth, and the hens lay soft boiled eggs. The boxcars all are empty, and the sun shines every day. I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the sleet don't fall and the wind don't blow. In the big rock candy mountains, oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees by the soda water fountain, by the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountains. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin. You can slip right out again as soon as they put you in. There ain't no short-handled shovels, no axes, saws, nor picks. I'm bound to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the jerk that invented work in the Big Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, the buzzing of the bees in the cigarette trees by the soda water fountain. By the lemonade springs where the bluebird sings in the big rock candy mountain. America, I've given you all and now I'm nothing. America, $2.27, January 17th, 1956. America, I can't stand my own mind. America, when will we end the human war? Go fuck yourself with your atom bomb. I don't feel good, don't bother me. I won't write my poem until I'm in my right mind. When will you be angelic? When will you take off your clothes? When will you look at yourself in the, through the grave? When will you be worthy of your million Christs? America, why are your libraries full of tears? America, when will you send your eggs to India? <laughs> I'm sick of your insane demands. When will you reinvent the heart? When will you manufacture lambs? When will your cowboys reach Spangler? When will your dams release the flood of eastern tears? When will your technicians get drunk and abolish money? When will you institute religions of perception in your legislatures? When can I go into the supermarket and buy what I need with my good looks? <laughs> America, after all, it is you and I who are perfect, not the next world. Your machinery is too much for me. I don't want to work for a living. You made me want to be a saint. There must be some other way to settle this argument. I don't want to die young, I want to die old and unhappy. I don't mind dying so long as it's not sorted. Now, Burroughs in Tangiers, I don't think he'll come back and it's sinister. Are you being sinister or is this some form of playing a practical joke? I'm trying to come to the point. I refuse to give up my obsession. America, stop pushing, I know what I'm doing. America, the plum blossoms are falling. America, I haven't read the newspapers for months. Every day somebody goes on trial for murder. America, I feel sentimental about the Wobblies. 
I used to be a communist when I was a kid. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I smoke marijuana every chance I get. <laughs> Only $2.27. I don't want to work. Maybe it's for looking for the job. I can't study anymore. I'll never teach for a living. I sit in my house for days on end without going out. When I go to Chinatown, I get drunk and never get laid. My mind is made up. There's going to be trouble. <laughs> You've seen me reading Marx. <laughs> the American flag is absolutely meaningless to me still just as it was in the 30s. I won't say the Lord's Prayer. I have mystical visions and cosmic vibrations. America, I still haven't told you what you did to Uncle Max after he came over from Russia. I'm addressing you. Are you going to let your emotional life be run by Time magazine? <laughs> I'm obsessed by Time magazine. <laughs> I read it every week. Its cover stares at me every time I pass the corner of Northwest of Sutter Street and Montgomery Street. I read it in the basement of the Berkeley Public Library. <laughs> Time magazine is always telling me about responsibility. <laughs> Businessmen are serious. Movie producers are serious. Everybody's serious but me. It occurs to me that I am America. I am talking to myself again. is rising against me. <laughs> I haven't got a Chinaman's chance. I had better consider all of my natural resources. My natural resources consist of two sticks of marijuana, millions of genitals, an atom bomb, and 2,500 mental institutions. <laughs> I say nothing about my prisons or the millions of underprivileged who live in my flower pots. I have very few bordellos, and that's all there is. I have abolished my whorehouses in France, and Tangiers is the next to go. My ambition is to be president despite the fact that I'm a Catholic. America, how can I write a holy litany in your silly mood? I will continue like Henry Ford. My strophes are as individual as his automobiles. More so, they're all different sexes. <laughs> America, I will sell you strophes at 2500 apiece. 500 down on your old strophe is trade-in, and the rest of your life is to pay. <laughs> America, free Tom Mooney. America, save the Spanish loyalists. America, Sacco and Vanzetti must not die. <laughs> I am the Scottsboro boy. America, when I was seven, my mother took me to a communist cell meeting 
They sold us bupkis, a handful for ticket, a ticket cost a nickel, and the speeches were free. Everybody was angelic and sentimental about the workers. It was all so sincere, you have no idea what a good thing the party was in 1835. Scott Nearing was a grand old man, a real mensch. Mother Bloor made me cry. I once saw Browder playing. Everybody must have been a spy. <laughs> America, you don't really want to go to war. America is them bad Russians. Them Russians, them Russians, and them Chinamen. And them Russians. The Russians are power mad. The Russia wants to eat us alive. She wants to take our cars from out our garage. Her wants to take our factories. Her wants to corrupt our college girls. Her wants to put us all in slave labor camps. Her wants to emaciate us like skeletons. Her wants Malenko or Buganin or somebody to be our boss. Her wants to dictify us. Him big bureaucracy running our filling stations. That no good. Look. Who make Indians learn read? Ha! Him need niggers. Hope. Her make us all work 16 hours a day. Help! America, this is quite serious. America, this is the impression I get from reading the newspaper. America, is this correct? I'd better get right down to the job. It's true, I don't want to join the army or turn lathes and precision parts factories. I'm nearsighted and psychopathic anyway. America, I am putting my queer shoulders... Raise medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby! That Yeah, that was three views of uh, retirement. Um, the first of them was too old to work, too young to die. <clears throat> Without a pension. Who's going to take care of you if you can't take care of yourself? You worked all this time so that the boss could have a really nice pension. But you haven't got one yourself. And then we had uh, Pete. Seeger's rendition of a famous old uh, hobo's anthem, the Big Rock Candy Mountain, where everything's free and uh, the dogs have rubber teeth and uh, the cops are always always have one bad leg. The Big Rock Candy Mountain. And we ended up with Allen Ginsberg and his America talking about his retirement and his natural resources. Uh, play some more Ginsberg, I think, in the, the weeks coming up. A true revolutionary voice, always. Uh, looking at a website called Union Review. And I want to see here. They had a list of things that um, 
unions have won for us. But it looks like I'm not getting it now. Albatross, we already had. Wanted to talk, also bring up uh, about Mr. Trump's latest action. Mr. Trump bragged that he was going to keep American jobs in the United States. A very worthy, worthy goal. So a place that's managed by United Technologies, a conglomerate, a giant company, uh, was moving out of Indiana, taking about 2,000 jobs with it. Now, Mr. Trump, during the campaign, had argued that he would use his leverage as a negotiator for the federal government. This place, United Technologies, has billions and billions of dollars in contracts with the government. There were two things Trump could do, he said. Number one is, we'll threaten not to give him any contracts if they move their, move their uh, factory. Second, he could have said, will take away federal tax subsidies, okay, as a penalty for your moving. Well, he did neither of those things. What he did was he caved. He told United Technologies that they should stay and the state of Indiana would give them $7 million worth of tax subsidies. Anybody could have done that. Anybody could have caved. So, um, all his bragging, you know, he he promised to build a wall. He's not going to do that. (laughs) Never could. He's not going to prosecute Hillary Clinton. How could he? There's nothing. She's already been severely investigated. Okay, now, now he even says that climate change is partially a result of human action. And here, you know, instead of going and sitting his whole reputation as a hard-nosed negotiator uh, consists of giving in. So far, not very good. He hasn't even started started his campaign yet, uh, his, his uh, time as president. Uh, I think he could be doing better. <laughs> okay, this is the Labor and Love Show, and we bring you the labor point of view. We look at what's happening in the world around us and especially in our workplaces because our workplaces is where the whip comes down. It's the place where the ultimate ultimate power is expressed day in and day out. Uh, This is where the whip comes down. So that's what we talk about. We talk about labor. 
Labor is life. Looking here on the Union Review, I think it was on something called John's Union Review. And it looked uh, really good because um, it had a listing of all the things that unions have won for us. Let's see. I'll look for it. Let's listen to something now. This one perfectly fits our new uh, minority elected rapist president. Jim Dale died next cause the white man's got a God complex. Hey, brother, what's your sport, my man? I got just the thing for you. Only cost ten and two. What you gonna do, baby? I got black ones, brown ones, red ones, yellow ones. I even got a white one if you wanna buy some. Yeah, that's right. Two fifty-eight. Play it straight. I got it all worked out. Know what I'm talking about? Been reading my dream book. Ain't no way. Well, the kid gon' get took Nigga, what you mean I didn't hit? Nigga, you full of shit Lick dies uh, Now seven Come on, be nice and hit eleven Well, what do you know? It's little Joe Hey, my man got twenty dollars Say, little Joe don't blow Ha, baby needs a pair of shoes Ha, papa's got the funky blues Ha, mama plays the crossword in the news Snake dies Sorry, nigga, you lose The line forms to the real lady And I don't care if you Cash your welfare checks Cause the white man's got a God complex But I got ten babies, I ain't got no man I ain't got no choice but to hold out my hand And feed my young ones the best way I can Hey man, what you mean no doubles on blackjack? Pump, you better change that rule Cause I ain't no fool You better be cool Jim or you'll die next Cause the white man's got a God complex Hey, my man, uh, I want to cop a nickel bag uh, You say all oh, you got is skag Wow, that's a drag Cause uh, I don't want to cop no dope is death Next cause The white man's got a God complex Hey, baby, what's the gig at tonight? Well, there's one over at Slicks for faggots and tricks There's one around graveyard side of town That'll cost you a pound But if you go and know what I know You better pack your piece at least Or you'll die next Cause the white man Got a God, God complex. Mr. Stein, I done paid enough rent for this pad to be mine. But you just wanna cheat me cause I ain't your kind. Damn, can't you see the place is falling down? No, you can't dig it cause you ain't never around. Damn, I'm so poor, I don't know what in the hell I'ma do anymore. Not from this day to the next. Cause the white man's got a God complex. I'm making guns. I'm God. I'm God. I'm making 
Kennedy's with the A bomb. I'm God. Kill them, still killing black people. I'm God. Enslaving Earth. I'm God. No way to the moon. I'm God. 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 Spell back.
Now that one was the election blues from our friends uh, down in North Carolina. Fruit of labor. Haven't really uh, communicated with them lately. Have to catch up with Fruit of Labor, a collective of musicians and uh, workers who get together and do music. The Election Blues, and before that we had the Backlash Blues with Miss Nina Simone. What I figure is that we're going through a national backlash, right? At least in the highest level of of government. These people are still, you know, want to get back at us for the 60s, right? These people are uh, definitely crazy. And then um, we want justice by Atsushi, who is um, who works with Fruit of Labor. At least at this time she did with We Want Justice. And to begin this rather long set, we had the White Man's Got a God Complex by The Last Poets, the precursors of people like uh, Gil Scott Heron and a lot of the uh, rappers of today. The idea of um, uh, making poetry into a song, but still a poem. The Last Poets, the White Man's Got a God Complex. Well. Mr. Trump definitely, it seems, has a God complex. Looking now at um, Operation Project Censored. I had occasion to go up to Davis uh, and hang around there for a day or so. um, And I got a community paper there. And this community paper is SNNR, Sacramento News and Review. And one of the features this week is um, Project Censored. This is a project that was started in Northern California at uh, Sonoma State, I believe, to research and see what major stories are ignored or underplayed by the mainstream media for one reason or another they're afraid or make a decision not to run these stories number one is that u.s military forces are deployed in 70 percent of the world's nations the majority of the activity is in training missions meaning that this expansion is promoting a coordinated worldwide intensification of conflict. Seventy percent of the world's nation. Number two, crisis in evidence-based medicine courtesy Big Pharma's influence. Okay, the research cannot be trusted of major drug companies the profit-based influence. Something has gone fundamentally wrong, said Richard Horton, editor of The Lancet, commenting on a UK symposium on the reproductibility and reliability of biomedical research. Much of the scientific literature, perhaps half, may simply be untrue. A 
afflicted by studies with small sample sizes, tiny effects, invalid exploratory analyses, and flagrant conflicts of interest. How about number three? Rising carbon dioxide levels threaten to permanently disrupt vital ocean bacteria. Most significantly, the researchers found that even when the bacteria was returned to lower present-day levels of carbon dioxide, it remained stuck in the fast lane, project sensor noticed. One researcher described it as unprecedented evolutionary biology. Search engine algorithms and electronic voting machines possible impact on the 2016 election. Well, this is certainly something that's being noticed and discussed and uh, unpacked, so to speak. Um, what's happening is that votes are being thrown out. That's what happened this election. Votes were thrown out for the most spurious of reasons and thrown mostly out of for people that you would expect to vote Democratic. So there is a dis uh, recount going on. Corporate exploitation of the global refugee crisis masked as humanitarianism. The increasingly well-armed exploitation of refugees, particularly those displaced in Syria. country where migrant workers have been have faced forced servitude, torture, and wage theft, there's reason to be concerned that this capital-intensive solution to the mounting crisis of displacement will establish sweatshops that specifically target war refugees. Interesting idea. You see a bunch of refugees. See, people in the corporate world are uh, on it. They're thinking. You see a bunch of refugees and you see cheap labor. Go and offer them, you know, some little pittance to work at your factory and they'll be grateful to you for a year or two. More than 1.5 American families live on $2 per person per day. The great shame of America. Great shame of our quote-unquote, democracy. <clears throat> Number seven, no end in sight for Fukushima disaster. In order to proclaim the Fukushima area safe, the government increased exposure limits to 20 times the international norm, saying, oh yeah, it's okay, go back and live there. It's okay in order to force local refugees to return home despite medical or scientific evidence to the contrary. Syria's war spurred, number eight, Syria's war spurred by contest for gas delivery to Europe, not Muslim sectarianism. The Syrian war and its resulting refugee crisis have reportedly gained headlines in the past five years. 
that the origins of the conflict, control of oil and gas, are rarely considered. So, what were the U.S. is fighting there for is the right to pump oil and gas. Big pharma political lobbying not limited to presidential campaigns and CISA, the Internet Surveillance Act, no one is discussing. Big pharma, of course, a prime mover in the American government and uh, industry. Okay, those are the top 10 project censors, censored stories that were not significantly covered by major news uh, networks. Okay, um, we've got labor history today that uh, about a play, and we, we do refer to this because... Pardon me. Because we um, we play these songs often. Pins and Needles is the name of the show, and there's a great exposition of the whole uh, gestation, how it started, people working together from the International Ladies' Garment Union. And I'll read a little bit of it, but check it out. We'll play some of the songs, too. On November 27, 1937, the International Ladies' Garment Workers' Union debuted its play, Pins and Needles, which would become the longest-running musical of the 1930s. This cultural form of labor feminism at a time when organized labor was dominated by male workers is a vital and important moment both in the cultural history of work but also in the history of women and work. ILW had organized in New York, organized the uprising of 20,000 to improve working conditions in factories. And one factory that didn't go along with the agreement was the one where the triangle worker shirtwaist The Education Department reorganized in 1934 and created a theater troupe. Uh, they were thinking about culture, this is labor culture. And these things were done in the 30s. Even some of them were paid for by the government. Um, okay, it became the longest running musical of the year. It was started in 1936 April 1938 shows in Philadelphia, Boston, Chicago, Los Angeles and San Francisco as the man grew more workers joined the production but Schaefer also brought more professional and semi-professional actors into the production causing tensions behind the scenes Later on, it became mostly professionals because the regular workers, the people who had written and started started it, uh, had to go back to work. 
Excellent. It was a multiracial production. Pins and Needles. Let's play some of that music now from Pins and Needles by the uh, International Lady Garment Workers Union. who uh, starred in a revision of it, restaging in the 60s, was uh, Barbara Streisand, sitting on your status quo from the musical Pins and Needles, created and produced by the International Lady Garment Workers Union. Are you ready to hear your lesson? for today yes teacher yes teacher are you ready to learn what history has to say yes teacher yes teacher then take your books and follow me to 1776 AD and as the history pages turn we will see what we can learn yes teacher yes teacher yes teacher Seventy-six. Tom Paine was writing books with might and main. A Tory said, "Now, man alive, stop giving out with this hillbilly jive. Stop giving out with this hillbilly jive. Don't sing out people's rights that way. They might believe in what you say. So stop your song. It's not polite. Pipe down before you start a fight."
on your status quo. Yes, teacher. Yes, teacher. Yes, teacher. So students, now your hep don't stop. Keep stepping to that freedom hop. Although the Tories beef and blow to keep you sitting on your status quo. To keep us sitting on our status quo. When they say let's stand still a bit, give up some rights, no harm in it. Remember, those are just the tricks that did not work in '76. Now ain't that right? The same old tricks. The Tories talk, don't. Tired of moon songs, of star and of June songs, they simply make me nap. And ditties romantic drive me nearly frantic. I think they're all full of pap. History's making, nations are quaking. Why sing of stars above? For while we are waiting, Father Time's creating new things to be singing of. Sing me a song with social significance. All other tunes are taboo. I want a ditty with heat in it, appealing with feeling and meat in it. Sing me a song with social significance, or you can sing till you're blue. Let meaning shine from every line, or I won't love you. Sing me of wars and sing me of breadlines. Tell me of front page news. Sing me of strikes and last minute headlines. Dress your observation in syncopation. Sing me a song with social significance. There's nothing else that will do. It must get hot with what is what, or I won't love you. a song that's satirical putting the mirror into miracle it must be packed with social fact or I won't love you sing me of kings and conferences marshal tell me of mills and mines sing me of courts that aren't impartial what's to be done with them tell me in rhythm sing me a song with social significance there's nothing else that will do it must be tense with common sense or i won't love you
to the story we sing you of everything that came to pass. To Bertha, the sewing machine girl, a winsome and class-conscious lass. As sweet as the flowers in springtime, she worked at the men's pants machine. Her sweetheart close by at another, while union love blossomed serene. One day little Bertha was sewing, not knowing that danger was near. Our villain espied her and paused there beside her, a non-union man with a leer. Oh, it's better with the union man. It's better with the union man. You'll live to regret if you ever forget this motto proletarian. So always be upon your guard, be a man to see a union card. You'll never go wrong if you follow this plan, it's better with a union man. Poor sweet innocent little Bertha, she did not suspect that this guy, contrary to all union bylaws, had six other wives on the sly While Bertha was sowing her wild oats Midst black caviar and champagne Her true union lover was waiting At local 16 all in vain Alas, she forgot all the precepts Which for working girls are correct That non-union cad, he was thoroughly bad he did just what you all would expect Oh, it's better with the union man It's better with the union man You'll live to regret if you ever forget This motto proletarian So always be upon your guard Demand to see a union card You'll never go wrong if you follow this plan It's better with a union man Better with a union man, of course. <laughs> It's Better with a Union Man by Elisa Breton uh, from the musical Pins and Needles. Before we had uh, Sing Me a Song with Social Significance, for which for the first uh, year or two of this show was kind of a theme song for us. Uh, I don't know. I think the things that are happening in our world kind of uh, make that a little too lighthearted. I don't know. Sing me a song of social significance. There's nothing else that will do. And then Barbara Streisand and Elisa Breton on Sitting on Your Status Quo. All these from the musical Pins and Needles <clears throat> produced by the International Lady Garments Union, Workers Union 
which was written originally by uh, professional writers for uh, musicals. Um, Pins and Needles did not have uh, a script, a set script. The workers constantly reworked the songs, making them about themselves. There were anti-Mussolini songs and other songs about the international anti-fascist struggle. But as the play developed over its many performances, it ultimately became much more about the women and their lives. Uh, labor feminism became the play's central theme. The critics loved the show. It had good tunes, catchy lyrics, and everything that the public would want in a popular production. At first, it only played on the weekends because the workers were still full-time employees in garment factories. Eventually, they were able to obtain leaves from their jobs to perform full-time. The cast also expanded into a second set for the late afternoon shows that could reach workers who could not afford the meetings. Pins and Needles uh, produced created, produced. Uh, eventually, there was a contradiction within the group because some of the people there were just workers at the garment factories, and they had to go back to their jobs, while others were professional uh, singers and dancers, actors, singers, and dancers. Labor and Love is the name of the show. And we're here talking about labor, labor news, labor opinion, labor culture. It's all here on Saturday morning between 10 and 12 on Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. You can listen in live or you can stream or download our, uh, our podcasts. If you look at the mutinyradio.fm website, it'll get you there. Look up the show you want, Labor and Love, and uh, listen in to past shows or if you missed today's show yourself. found the uh, the union review one where it tells all the things that unions have done for us. What have unions done for us all? Let's take a look here. Weekends. All breaks at work, including your lunch break. Paid vacation. FMLA. Family leave. Sick leave. Social security. Minimum wage. Civil Rights Act, Title VII, eight-hour day, overtime pay, child labor laws, Occupational Safety and Health Act, 40-hour work day, workers' compensation, unemployment insurance, pensions, workplace safety standards and regulations, employer health 
care insurance, collective bargaining rights for employees, wrongful termination laws, age discrimination in Employment Act of 1967, whistleblower protection laws, employee polygraph protection act prohibits employers from using a lie detector test on an employee veterans employment and training service employer dental life and vision insurance privacy rights pregnancy and paid pregnancy and parental leave military leave the right to strike compensation increases and evaluations raises sexual harassment laws Americans with Disability Acts, holiday pay, public education for children, Equal Pay Acts of 1963 and 2011, requires employees to pay men and women equally for the same amount of work. Finally, laws ending sweatshops in the United States. (laughs) What have unions done for us all? There it is. Just remember five of those things when you argue with your friends. Uh, play something from uh, Bob Dylan, Woody Guthrie's song. Lots of folks back east, they say, hit loud every day. Hit in the hot old dusty way to the California law Across that desert sand they go They're getting out of that old dust bowl They think they're going to a sugar bowl But here is what they find Oh, the police at the port of entry say You're number 14,000 for today hey. Well, if you ain't got the door Got the door Better go on back to beautiful Texas Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee California is the garden of Eden A paradise to live in or see But believe it or not You won't find it so hard if you ain't got the door in me If you want a house or farm That won't do nobody harm Take your vacation By the mountains of the sea Don't swap that old car for a car Better stay right where you are You had better take this tip from me Cause I read it in the want every day And the headlines on the papers always say If you ain't got the do rip me boy If you ain't got the do rip me Better go on back to beautiful Texas Oklahoma, Kansas, Georgia, Tennessee California is a garden of Eden A paradise to live in or see But believe it or not 
Bob Dylan with uh, the Do Re Mi, originally a Woody Guthrie song. Um, it's about getting on the time to quit here. Um, Want to do call outs to uh, everybody out there who's working today. This show, as always, is dedicated to the 250 workers in the United States who will die today from uh, job-related injuries or conditions. Worldwide, that number is 1,500. So that's to whom we dedicate this show. This is Labor and Love. All we can do is fight uh, harder than ever. The worse things get, the harder we fight. As Francis Naka Noel, the, uh, the suffragist organizer, declared. Remember, if uh, one person gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. Remember that if you don't have a seat at the table, the negotiating table, that is, you're probably on the menu. And third, never but never let anyone into your heart who is not a friend of labor. And when I say labor, I mean you. Bye, everybody. Have a good week. Good week and good work. Remember, stand up, look around. You're never alone when you stand up. Labor and love signing off.
Alex. Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Yeah, you. You look like the kind of person who has a sense of humor. Oh, is the radio talking to me? No, I'm on an internet podcast. I'm talking to an internet podcast? Don't be silly. It's a one-way form of communication. But I don't want you to miss out on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016 from March 2nd through 6th. And you don't have to. You can buy tickets now on universe.com with 24 national and international visiting comedians and 20 local hosts. You won't want to miss a thing. What if I can't be at every show? Don't worry. All shows will be available for free download at mutinyradio.fm until the internet falls apart. Oh, podcast God, I can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool at MuniRadio.fm before the internet falls apart. You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go www.subliminalsf.com for the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need and live music promotion. 
at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's subliminal SF, visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's joke workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk. Come together with music from around the world, with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio, when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment, wherein both listener and host 
find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform Radio for free minds. Did you know that compact fluorescent light bulbs use 60% less energy than regular light bulbs? And that each one saves about 300 pounds of carbon dioxide a year. If all Americans switched to CFLs, we would save more than 90 billion pounds of carbon dioxide. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Muni Radio in San Francisco. People from all over the Bay Area come to the Lindsay Wildlife Museum to experience close encounters with live wild animals. The museum's living collection features more than 50 species of non-releasable native California animals. Visitors can see and learn about wildlife such as eagles, owls, bobcats, coyotes, reptiles, and other fascinating creatures. The museum's world-renowned Wildlife Rehabilitation Hospital treats more than 5,000 wild animals each year with the goal of returning them to their native habitat. The Lindsay Wildlife Museum is in Walnut Creek. To learn more, visit wildlife-museum.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Meals on Wheels is dedicated to fostering independent living for San Francisco seniors by providing hot, nutritious meals delivered to their homes. They're committed to fostering independent living for as long as possible. For more information, please call Meals on Wheels at 415-920-1111. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Alex! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce